Hi everyone, my name is Kelly and this is the Go Out Recovering Podcast, your ultimate guide for dealing with your mental health in your 20s. Welcome back everyone or welcome if you are new. I know it's been a minute since I've recorded a podcast episode, but I am so excited and happy to be back. There have been a lot of changes in my life, but finally things are slowing down so I can get back into girl recovering. Feels like home to me, so I always love sitting down and filming a new episode. This time is a little bit different though, because I'm doing something that I haven't really done on the show yet, which is doing little mini series. I have a few planned, and this one I have planned as a three-part series, but it could turn into more. So, as you could probably tell by the title, we are going to be talking about how to get over a breakup. As many of you know, if you've listened to this podcast, I went through a breakup a few months ago, actually been a while ago to be honest and I wasn't really going to do a deep dive into it at all because it's not something I love to talk about but I've had a lot of people DM me asking for advice and I thought why not just put it on the podcast so I'm going to be talking about my experience my tips my advice going through breakups in my life how to deal with heartbreak all that good stuff so I'm going to jump right into it. And the first thing that happens with a breakup that everyone questions is, oh shoot, what now? What happens right after that moment when you go through a breakup? You might be crying. You might be screaming. You might be mad. You could be sad. There are so many emotions that we tend to feel right after a breakup. They get really hard to digest. And I've been through a couple breakups and I've been through a lot of different emotions with each one. And... It is never going to be easy and, you know, as much as we want to have the perfect reaction to a breakup, thus being calm and mature, sometimes our emotions take over, okay? You can't blame yourself for how you act during a breakup. Just allow yourself to forgive yourself and move on. But we all know that initial shock that hits you if you are being broken up with or even if you have made the decision to break up with the other person. It all is kind of shocking and a very big shock to the system because one minute someone is in your life and the next they aren't. So there are a lot of things that can come up and a lot of emotions that can be surrounding you and it is okay to feel any type of emotion that you are feeling. You shouldn't feel bad for feeling what you're feeling. You shouldn't feel guilty if you need people to be there with you. So just know that. But I'll dive a little bit deeper into it because that's what you are all here to listen to. So first is getting your emotions out. This is really important because if you don't get your emotions out, they could actually eat away at you. I've seen friends go through breakups where they completely hold everything in. And when you do that, that's when you start going into unhealthy territory. And I've seen people kind of holding their emotions and put that into partying and doing not so great activities. Not that partying is bad, but the bad type of partying, if you know what I'm getting at, and just doing unhealthy things because you don't know how to deal with your emotions. And it is okay if you don't know how to deal with them. It's not a natural thing to know what to do in this type of situation. But I would say the best thing is just get them out in one way or another. That could be talking to someone, it could be crying, it could be screaming at your wall. Lord knows I did that a lot. There are so many things in my experience anyways that I still wanted to say but not to the person. I've had breakups where 
I have had so much left to say and then I've had a breakup recently where I had nothing left to say but I just wanted to scream at that person but I wasn't going to do it to their face because it wasn't worth it. So kind of a few things that I've done is if I feel like I still want to say more to that person, I would write it in a letter. This is actually really common. My therapist even recommended it to me. But if you feel like you have a lot more emotions you have to get out, write them a letter. Don't send it. Burn it or something. But just write it and get it out on paper. So almost like you are saying it to them. I typed up something in my Word docs on my laptop. Thank God I deleted it a long time ago because I would not want to read it today. But of everything I wanted to say, and that way it kind of felt like I said it in a way. And it that wasn't immediate. Um in that breakup in particular, I really wanted to keep talking to that person and I wanted to tell them everything I've said in my letter and when the time came that there was an opportunity to say those things to that person, I didn't because it had been a few weeks since I wrote the letter and I was just kind of over it. And then the alternative is if you don't have anything you want to say to that person but you just want to kind of insult them and yell and they did something bad and you just kind of want to get it out that way. I actually was living alone when I went through my most recent breakup and yeah, I would just pretend he was in the apartment and just yell at him and say some not nice things that it wasn't worth my energy to actually say to that person's face. Also, it's not very nice, so I would just say it kind of to the empty apartment and as crazy as that may feel, it actually is very therapeutic. There are many ways to getting your emotions out, and I'll talk about a few more later in the episode, but another really important thing after a breakup is surrounding yourself with the right people. This is really important because after you go through a breakup, you're typically very vulnerable and very open to further hurt and you want to surround yourself with people who are not going to prolong the hurt or say the wrong thing you want to be around people who are going to support you and not trigger you and is not going to make you feel worse in any way i have learned this the hard way that's why i can say it so you know really choose wisely the people that you want to surround yourself with after a breakup. I really recommend surrounding yourself with someone. Um, sometimes I've surrounded myself with the wrong friends who have told me, oh, hey, why'd you break up? He was such a good guy. And I said, okay, well, you clearly wasn't listening to my cries for help for the last six months, but okay. Just like things like that, where it's just, it makes you second guess yourself for no reason or people who you're in a very vulnerable state and they say things that are mean towards the other person even though you still love the other person or things that could emotionally affect you. So you want to make sure that you're around friends that have supported you in the past or you know can just be a great shoulder to cry on. Um, This was something that really, really helped me. Like I said, I was living alone. So I... FaceTime called my whole family group chat. I was literally just crying on FaceTime, not really saying many words, but my parents and my sister were just on FaceTime with me for hours until I could breathe again, and that really meant the world to me. Also, my best, best friend at the time was... Actually, both my best friends 
were not in my same town. So they were really great with hopping on FaceTime whenever I needed and really supporting me from afar. My one best friend, she every day would carve out time in her schedule and we would call and we would talk about whatever I needed to talk about and she always has the greatest advice in the world. I also had one of my friends who I didn't think would have done this for me but I had one friend that I called I was just like I'm alone I need someone to come stay with me like I'm freaking out I don't know how to do this and she dropped everything and came and slept over at my place you also see who your friends are in these types of situations but it really made the world of a difference because it turned this thing that was so negative and so depressing and I felt like my world was ending into something actually really positive because I was surrounded by the right people and they actually motivated me to look at the bright side of everything and because I trusted them I believed them and that really helped change my mindset pretty early on and made me feel like I had a safe place to get out my emotions. They weren't gonna judge me or think of me any other way because you go through a breakup you say things you don't mean either to their face or not to their face and you have to get it out of your system so you want to make sure you trust the people you're around. That's an example of you want to pick and choose your friends and you don't have to be physically surrounded by them to get people to help you because trust me I know sometimes it feels like literally like, this is the end of the world this is the end of my life but just talk to people because that really shows you that there is so much more to life than a significant other which kind of leads into the third point of what happens right after what to expect is giving yourself ample time to really feel and be sad and grieve but also not too much time right after a breakup Sometimes the things you want to do is, I don't want to feel this, I'm going to go out and distract myself. And if you distract yourself for a longer period of time, then when you eventually stop distracting yourself, and it will come, you're going to feel everything so much worse than if you would have dealt with all of your emotions right at the time of the breakup. Because if you think about it, it's more productive if you go through the breakup, deal with all your emotions, get through it, and then start slowly moving on because you don't want your breakup to affect you like six months later because it'll hurt way more than it would have if you just dealt with it all at the same time. So you want to make sure to just be sad. Let yourself cry in bed for a few days, but you don't want to turn into someone who does it every single day for weeks and weeks and weeks. Give yourself three days, maybe five days, actually five days is a lot, let's say three, three days to be sad, feel your emotions, punch your pillows, scream at your wall, cry your eyes out, watch sad movies, listen to sad music, and then you tell yourself on the third or fourth day, this sucks, I feel like it sucks, but I'm going to get out of bed today, and I'm going to try, and it's not going to be perfect every day, but what you're doing every morning is you're giving yourself permission to try. If you can get out of bed in the morning and do your skincare, brush your teeth, put an outfit on, then you've already succeeded for that day and you're pushing yourself to go. And my thing was I allowed myself to get ready and I made myself leave the house at least once a day and go see friends or go try something new. And during this period when I told myself you're going to get up and go, I did not listen to any sad music or watch any sad movies, none of that. I made a specific playlist that was just happy and upbeat songs and only listened to that. I would not allow myself to even touch sad music or any music about love because for me anyways, music really helps me understand my mindset more as well. 
So making sure I had the right music going on for me helped me to stay positive, stay in the present, and move on as well. And that really helped me to move on. Of course, I was still sad and I had my sad days and I am not going to lie and say I definitely had my fair amount of distractions, but what that allowed me to do was focus on the present and leave the past in the past. I know I've given myself time to grieve. Now it's time to move on and moving on is not an easy process, but it's a process and I'm going to talk about it in another part and really deep dive into it. But that's kind of the main few things that I would give the advice to after a breakup. I wouldn't say there's a right or wrong way to heal from a breakup or what you do right after. I usually wouldn't recommend to people to go out and party and drink and forget all your feelings because it's going to hit you so much harder later on. So it's better to cry it out and feel it all at the beginning and then do whatever you need to later. Um, you don't want to do anything rash because it could hurt the people around you. It could hurt potential friendships, relationships, other relationships in your life. So I would strongly recommend not diving into things that could be unhealthy for you later on. I understand that some people do that deal with a breakup and I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> and if you've done that, that's okay, honestly. Dealing with a breakup is really, really hard and there isn't a right or wrong way to deal with it. But if you can, if you find the strength in yourself, try to feel it at the beginning and then you can distract yourself later because at least you've processed it and taken time for yourself before maybe doing some distraction type things. But um, you wanna make sure that you are giving yourself that space and that patience and for me, personally, I was someone who I am not going to give details on my breakup or the person that I broke up with because that's unfair to them, but just for context, I was someone who really loved being in a relationship and really, really liked relationships in general, but I was not in a relationship with the right person. So when I got out of one, the first thing I wanted to do was jump into another one. <laughs> I didn't, but that was something I kind of had to tell myself, like, look, you need to fully heal and you need to focus on yourself before you go into a new relationship because chances are if you are not healed and you are not ready for a relationship, it's probably going to hurt you more than this one did. So just be very cautious with yourself. And if you can't, Lord knows I wasn't. I had a really good friend group that <laughs> blocked me from doing things I would regret later on. And again, in the healing journey, if you make mistakes, that is so okay because you wouldn't know the other side of it if you didn't make those mistakes. And we all learn from mistakes. You have to make them in your life. So if you do find you made a mistake along your breakup journey, it's okay. But whatever you do, go no contact with your ex-partner. That is probably my biggest piece of advice is right after, do not message them. Don't call them. Don't talk to their friends, nothing. Don't do it at all. It is one of the hardest things I've ever done is going no contact, but it is one of the best things I've ever done. I gave my friends my phone. I said, delete them from my phone, block the number, delete them from my social media, everything like that, because I couldn't do it on my own because it was just way too emotionally trying for me. So I just gave it to my friends, 
they did it for me and therefore it's really hard at the beginning but then like a week later you don't even think about it and it's so out of sight out of mind I also you know unfollowed people that may post with my ex-partner as well just so I didn't have to see that and I could really just focus on me so that's something that's also really important I did also delete all the pictures from my phone I wasn't quite ready in the first few days to do that but I did do that within I think a week or two and I first started with my friend finished on my own again it was emotional but um, it's one of those things you kind of just have to do really really hard but the sooner you do it the easier it is to kind of move forward from it because if you keep dragging on and say yeah I will do this or I will block his number or I will it's going to tempt you later down the line and you don't want to have that temptation so just rip off the band-aid do it now it's going to be hard it's going to be sad but then later you won't have to think about it and going to be closer to getting along that healing journey if you do all those really hard tasks right now and you don't want to keep talking to them because that's just going to hurt you more i have learned my lesson the very 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 hard way in a previous breakup so this breakup i went no contact and it was the best thing that I ever did. <laughs> so force yourself to do it because it's not going to be easy and you're going to want to message them, but you have to really force yourself, use the people around you to maybe force you to do it too. Because if you can't hold yourself accountable, get someone who will. And like I said, it's not always hard to keep yourself accountable in these types of very emotional periods of our life. So there's no shame in asking a friend for help <laughs> with this kind of stuff. That's my main tips and the experience around what happens right after a breakup. I'm going to get into how to heal and move forward and things you can do with all of these emotions that you're struggling with in the next part of this series. But if you have just gone through a breakup and you don't know what to do and you're freaking out, I'm with you. I hear you. I've been there. I know it's probably feeling like everything sucks. The world has come crashing down, but it has only just begun. Not in a bad way, in a good way. <laughs> because clearly if a breakup happened, that person was not the right person for you. It was the universe telling you, you gotta move on. This wasn't right for you anyways. And you are one person closer to finding your forever person. So the right person will come along. Don't worry. This is just a sign telling you this wasn't the right one. Even if it feels like it was, I'm sure one of these days you'll look back and realize that it actually wasn't because that is what typically happens and also just remember if that person actually was right for you they would want to be with you no matter what so if there is a breakup then that means that was not your person unfortunately but that is okay because it leaves an opportunity for so much better to walk into your life and sometimes it takes some days to take off those rose colored glasses and see everything for what it is but in the meantime you're allowed to feel sad you're allowed to feel angry you're allowed to make mistakes and take care of yourself, be patient with yourself, and you got this. I'm with you every step of the way. So I hope this episode helped you. If you have any questions in the meantime, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at the girl covering. I'll also be posting more tips on my TikTok at the girl covering as well. And with that said, thank you so, so much for listening and joining me on my journey today. And I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and take good care of yourself.